Okay, good morning, everyone. I'm going to wait for a few seconds for some people to tune in here. Uh, make sure that uh, everything is going live. Yep, that looks good. Like I said, I'll just wait for a little bit for some people to tune in. And then I want to just share a few things with you about the grace of God, give you somewhat of a testimony. All right, so people are tuning in. All right. All right, I see people tuning in. This is not today's word, so I, I, I've been enjoying my break. I just felt led to kind of jump on here. Good hey, Tim, happy birthday to you, Tim. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Jesse, Scott, Sankithia. Good morning. So um, I just felt led to jump on here. I'm going to share a little bit about the grace of God. I'm, I'm going to, in 2021, I'm probably going to do, other than today's word, some, some videos from time to time called Grace Notes. And uh, so just thinking about the grace of God and the goodness of God. So let's pray and then we'll release this word. Good morning, Jana. Father, I thank you for this opportunity now to just share what's on my heart, what I've been meditating on. And as I release it, I believe it's going to be a blessing uh, to other people in Jesus name. Amen. If you're watching right now, please. Uh, good morning, Andrea. Share this message right now on your timeline, on your social media. And uh, this is called Grace Notes. So I'm about to get started. Good morning, Sheila. Good morning, Leon. All right. Hey, Leon, I haven't seen you in a while. All right. God bless you. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and get started. Here we go. Hello, this is Rick Pena, and I'm going to start a different type of uh, series in 2021 called Grace Notes. I'll be sharing messages from time to time about the grace of God. The YouTube channel is called The Grace Life with Rick Pena, and uh, I am truly a grace case. I am a case where uh, my life is an example of God's grace. God can use anybody to do whatever he planned to do from the foundations of the world. And our requirement is to submit to those plans. Our requirement is to die to self. And if we die to self and whatever our selfish desires are, and we make an alignment with our divine assignment, then there's no limit to what God can do through us. So as I was uh, taking a break from today's word, um, I was just meditating and just thinking about certain things, uh, really enjoying my break, uh, you know, getting some sleep, getting some rest, spending some time with God. One of the things that I'm very thankful for is that for those of you that watch today's word, that we've been doing today's word now for 23 years. So this month actually ends, completes 23 full years of today's word. So let me give you a testimony. So back in December of 1997, I was in prayer. Uh, I was stationed on Fort Hood, Texas. And actually some people um, were with me back then and had been getting today's word the whole 23 years, which is amazing. But anyway, I was uh, at 57 Signal Battalion. I was a young W01 and a young uh, minister of the gospel. And um, I preached my first message. I was just, I would be getting licensed. I got licensed to preach in, uh, in 1997. And when, when I was licensed to preach, um, the Lord just kind of put it on my heart to share his word with people. Uh, and, and on a daily basis. So we called it today's word, right? And this was December, 1997. And he said, put, I want you to put my word in people's email inbox on a daily basis. I want them to start their day with the word. And I was like, okay, I'll do that, Lord. And, um, and so I started in 1997. I don't know if you remember, but not a lot of people had email. So I started with eight people, eight people via email. And so I'm sending out a, a daily message. And, and at first they were very short. Now, you know, you can make the argument that they're not short anymore. But anyway, they were short back then. And I started with like a scripture and then I would say something about it. And then here's my tagline. So what does this mean for you today? Right. And so my thing was always 
I'm going to give you the word. I'll attempt to explain what it meant back then. And then I will bridge the gap between back then and today, right? So the world of wasness to the world of isness, I'm going to take it from the world of Abraham and, and Mephibosheth and, and Nebuchadnezzar and bring it to the, to the world of James and John and Susie. And so bridge that gap. And, uh, and what does this mean for you today? Not just give you information, but give you application. And uh, it's been 23 years, 23 long years of doing that, five days a week, pretty much. And uh, it's been a tremendous blessing. I've shared today's word while I was deployed uh, in Iraq or when I was in Kuwait or in uh, Korea. It doesn't matter. I, I share today's word from Bosnia. I, you know, I, I share today's word no matter where I was. And I would get up in the morning and my covenant with God was, I'm going to do your work first. I take care of your work. You take care of mine. And it's been a pretty good arrangement, right? And so God has really blessed the work of my hands significantly because I dedicated my life to him. And I always give him the tithe of every day. I give him the first, not just uh, a tenth, uh, but the first, right? So I give him the first of my time and then uh, he blesses the rest. So as I was thinking about that, 23 years of today's word, I was like, well, what can I share with other people? about it. So there's three things I'm going to share with you in this message on grace notes. Just thinking about the grace of God. Three things I want to share with you as it relates to the grace of God and really using today's word as an example or a testimony. Number one is that God's ways are above our ways. And so Isaiah 55, 8, 9 says, the Bible says, God is saying, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. So, so when I was thinking about that point right there, that God's ways are above our ways, his thoughts are above our, our thoughts, think about this for a minute. When God tells you to do something, you really don't know what he's up to. I mean, you, you don't know, right? Because this may be step one of 50 steps. And so you're like, why do you want me to do this? Like today's word, when he told me to start, with eight people in an email. Now it goes out to thousands of people every day. Now it's a, a podcast. Now it's a, a YouTube channel. Now I got people watching on Facebook Live and YouTube Live and Vimeo Live. And now people are sharing it and people all over the world are being blessed. But I didn't know that in December 1997 when the Lord said, hey, just start, right? His wave, ways are above our ways. His thoughts are above our thoughts. And so when God is doing something uh, in your life, he's looking for your obedience, right? Because for God to operate, he needs you to cooperate with him. God is not going to force you to be blessed. And so as you are seeking to cooperate with God so God can operate in your life, God will lead you to do something. Now, what he leads you to do today may seem insignificant. What he's leading you to do today as we're closing out 2020, leading heading into 2021, you may not understand the significance of it and you may not understand it until later. Why? Because God's ways are above our ways. His thoughts are above our thoughts. And oftentimes, matter of fact, even when Jesus was with the disciples, it wasn't until later after Jesus died and he was resurrected and then he ascended into heaven, that a lot of the things is like the disciples had an epiphany. Oh, snap. This is what Jesus meant. Oh, I get it now. This is what Jesus was trying to teach us. And that's how it is with God. God's ways are so much above our ways and his thoughts are so much above our thoughts that when, when he does something, he's leading you to do something now and you may not understand the importance of it and you may not get it until years later, but just be obedient, which leads me to point number two. Number two is obedience dedication and consistency position you for God's best. Those are three things that I said. I said obedience, dedication, and consistency. As a believer, God is looking for that from you, right? You're looking for stuff from God, but what is God looking for from you? He's looking for obedience. When he tells you to do something, don't fight against it, even if you don't understand it, just obey. 
He's looking for dedication. Now, when he tells you to do something, here I am 23 years later, right? I'm still doing it. He's looking for consistency. He's looking for you to be consistently the same day in and day out. So let me use a chessboard uh, as an example, because God is making moves on the chessboard of your life. God is 15 moves ahead, right? So when you're playing chess, if you're like me, you might be thinking two, maybe three steps ahead. You're like, okay, all right, I'm I'm a move here because if he moves here, I might be thinking two or three moves ahead. God is 15 moves ahead, right? God, God is like way ahead of us. And so because of that, he's looking for consistency, obedience, and dedication today so that he can maximize the purpose and the potential that he placed inside of us. But if we're not, if we're not obedient, if we're not consistent, what let's say, watch this. If you're not obedient, then you disqualify yourself from the get-go. But let's say you are obedient initially. But if you're obedient, but then not dedicated and consistent, then you're going to give up before God is able to do what he planned to do in your life. He's looking for consistency. He's looking for you to be consistently the same. 23 years later, nobody has to tell me to get up to do today's word. I don't get paid to do this. And, and, and if I stayed in the bed, I don't report to anybody but God, right? But I get up every day and I get up excited. Why? Because God told me to do it. You got to be dedicated. You got to be consistent. You got to be consistently consistent day in and day out so that you can position yourself for God's best. And if you do, then number three, God is able to blow your mind. Now, I say God is able to blow your mind, but it will not happen uh, overnight. I like to say that God will make you an overnight success after 20 or 30 years of consistency. And so it will not happen overnight. Ephesians 3 and 20, the Bible says in the King James Version, it says God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think or even imagine according to the power that worketh on the inside of us. Now, that same verse from the, the Passion Bible, I love it. This is what the Passion Bible says, Ephesians 3 and 20. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you to accomplish all of this. God will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and he will exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. That is the grace of God. If you give yourself over to the, the power, the grace of God, his power to do what you could not do without him, he will energize you to do amazing things. He will give you wisdom that far exceeds your education and experience. He will give you uh, the tongue of the learned. You, you will speak in a way that, that far exceeds anything that you've ever prepared for. You, you will have insight, wisdom, revelation, knowledge, and understanding that comes from above. God can give you downloads from heaven. God can grace you. He can open doors for you that no man can close. He can close doors for you that no man can open. He can raise up people to use their power, their ability, their influence, and their money to help you in ways that you cannot help yourself. God is able to do it. He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly above. He's able to do it, but you have to be submitted. You have to be consistent. You have to live by faith. It's about this year. I did a lot of teaching on faith and patience, right? And so faith and patience, you have to be consistent day in and day out. Day out. And if you are, then after 20 years, 30 years, God will make you an overnight success. People will come to you and be like, wow, look at what God did for her. And he did it overnight. And they didn't see the five, 10, 15, 20, 30 years that you put into this thing. God will do it, but you have to be consistent. You got it? All right. So as I close, let me just remind you of the three things that I said. It's been 23 years of today's word. And I was as I was meditating on it, God gave me three things to share with you. Number one, God's ways are above our ways. So stop fighting against God. Just be open to whatever he wants to do. Number two, obedience, dedication and consistency position you for God's best. You have to be dedicated. You have to be consistent. And if you are, number three, God will blow your mind. It just won't happen overnight. That's why you have to 
operate in faith and patience. As we close out 2020, as we get ready for 2021, my prayer for you is that you close out the year strong, you head into 2021 strong, that your heart will be open to receive God's best for your life, and that you will maximize the purpose and the potential that God placed inside of you while you're in the land of the living. This is Grace Notes with Rick Pena. I love you and God loves you too. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you.